Okay, with Elizabeth Lewis and her co-director slash husband, Paul, uh, Autumn Leaves is a short film played at the Animation Film Festival. It is four, it's a three and a half minute film, really interesting animation. Elizabeth, I'm watching this film and I'm, I'm my, my interpretation is that it's about mourning. That's sort of your thematic. It was that, it was, is that what you're, you're attempting to say in the film? Um, sorry, about warning? Mourning, yeah, like mourning something. Mourning. Um, well, I originally did it to work against the song, so I wanted it to be a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, the way it's being interpreted, it's, it's sort of taking it beyond that. But um, so, you know, the way she's struggling with the leaves, which I thought was kind of comic, has become yeah. kind of an allegory of her life struggling with her grief. Yeah. But, grief, uh, either, morning, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so either way is is fine with me. When when you put something out, you don't know how people are going to take it. Well, it's pretty. It's a pretty fantastic animation, but I think that we you grab the viewer when you 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 kiss your is it your husband or the person's you assuming it's the person's husband. You kiss mm -hmm. the husband's picture, and he kind of like kisses her back, right? So yes, yes. And um, then it, it it kind of leaves the interpretation that he's not there anymore. That's right. Yes. Well, that, that part, I think most people get, that he's yeah. no longer there. And then she's, um, it's loneliness also, dealing with the, the trials of life, but um, represented by having to do these chores. Okay, so you're, okay, so you're, this is a hand-drawn animation, correct? So basically everything you drew yourself and you kind of drew it frame to frame for three and a half minutes? That's right. Yes. So how long did it take you to to draw all the pictures? Well, the whole production took a year. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's also all done for people who know animation. It's all done on one level. And you did that this means, all yourself with your husband? You and your husband did this all yourselves? I did all the drawing yeah. and the coloring. And my husband helped with feedback, giving me ideas. Um, you know, reviewing it. I had a lot of people looking at it as I was doing it because I wanted to get feedback. I wanted to make sure that they were getting what I was trying to put across. Gotcha. So my my husband was very helpful in giving me ideas. For instance, the idea of the, the man coming out of the picture and kissing, that was uh, a suggestion I took from him. And so this is, so people don't know, Autumn Leaves is a Pat Boone song, correct? Uh, Pat Boone did it, but a lot of people have done it over the years. It's kind of an old chestnut of a song. It's been done like <laughs> for decades, and you know, a lot of people have done it in various ways. But he didn't. He do the original version though. It didn't or no? I think the original version was in French. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So that's why you get that kind of mel melancholy, sentimental song that the french do gotcha and then yeah I guess he, lot... sorry no i guess he did it in 50 in the 50s right so this is even this is even goes longer this goes way back to the 40s i guess yes wow and so you so you just and then so obviously you're using that song as the as your so you know how long the film how long the film's going to be because you're using that song as a kind of a backdrop i guess right yes when i did the film i worked with the song all the way through it so yeah. i was Editing to the song as I was filming. Yeah. 
and it was all timed to the song. Yeah. So that's so you so you kind of know the beginning and end, like in terms not from like a storytelling standpoint, but from a from like you know where you need to go, I guess, right? Yes. The pacing. The pacing. Yeah. But you're also like, but you're all that from tone from a tone from a tone standpoint too. You're kind of like you like you kind of know where you're where you, how you want to draw it as well, I guess, right? Um, well, because it's open to interpretation, I wanted it to work against the song. So if the song is sad, I wanted the images to be funny. Yeah. Which it was in mm -hmm. some parts. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about the words of the song, although I wasn't, you know, literally doing them. Yeah. And so what, what have you, like, have you made another, like, how, what's your experience making this type of film? Uh, this is about my sixth film that I've done on my own. Okay. But um, I've worked in studios, you know, throughout my career in commercial studios. Okay. Uh, like um, National Film Board. I did a film for them and also I've done little bits for them. And, um, and I worked at Disney for a number of years. So you know what you're uh, doing. <laughs> so you worked for Disney as well yeah. as an animator. So, yeah. So I was working kind of against Disney because everything they did was so perfect. Every line was absolutely pristine and had to be a certain thickness. And so I was making it sketchy. And I don't but, think they've done a hand-drawn uh, film since the 90s, I guess. Yes, that's when I... I they, they closed their studio in Toronto in 2000 because they started to move more and more into CGI. Yeah, so all the hand-drawn artists were sort of let go at that time. Well, I, according to the Disney book, uh, Katzenberg didn't want that. He wanted this. He wanted to keep the hand-drawn animation, but it was popular demand. People, ever since, since Toy Story came out, they wanted, they the audience wanted that type of film. So any type of hand-drawn animation film didn't do well at the box office. Yes. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah. So it was more of a audience demand. Audience like the like the the the, the, the freshness of the 3D animation, I guess. Yes. But but the thing the thing with your film, it's it's going to stay. It stands the test of time. It's got a universal emotion where sometimes those 3D animations could be can go get a little dated, I guess, through time. Yeah. So that's what I think because it's still art, and yeah. art has had um, drawings have been around for centuries. Most thousands of years, and a drawing. Yes. There's, yeah, there's nothing more personal than a drawing, a pencil drawing. You get the the feeling of the artist and the movement of the hand and the texture of the pencil, and that's something a machine can't do. Yeah, or an AI in today's world. Yeah. <laughs> no, hundred percent. It's like that's <laughs> sort of the your 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 film is a beautiful. It's a beautiful film to look at. It's like it, oh. it, it, it's. It evokes emotion. It evokes like, and it's a universal emotion at that too, right? So. Oh, well, thank you. So you're just, uh, according to your bio, you just celebrated a birthday. Do you want to stay your age or no? You don't want to, don't want to disclose your age. No, I don't mind. I, I'm 75. 75 and strong. <laughs> I just yes. want to point that out, right? <laughs> yes. I, I try and keep strong and. Um, yeah. So, but I, you have to be old to be an artist. That's what Picasso said. When you're, you know, it takes a lifetime to develop skills. And yeah. also 
Yeah. But at the same time, you have experience too, right? Like you like, and like this is a story. Like what I'm trying to like you you're telling a story here. You're obviously a, a very very uh, accomplished, very very good animator, but you're also told a very beginning, middle, and end story with the experimentation, I guess, too. I guess, right? Yes. Well, I think it's important to tell a story no matter what you're doing. I mean, a lot of animators don't. It's experimental. It's purely visual. But I like to have a, a story arc. I like to have something, a narrative that keeps you watching it and keeps you entertained. Yeah. And you established, like, you established the tone, you established the setting in the beginning, the where she is, like, home environment. She's sipping her coffee or her tea, and then she sees yes. her husband, sees her family. Ms. Family's not there anymore. And the autumn leaves are going to evoke an emotion. And then we go on a journey, I guess, right? Yes. And if you'll notice at the beginning, she's enjoying the leaves because they're still on the trees. Yeah. Um, and there's only one leaf falling and then two. So it's not a problem. Progression. Yeah. And then as the film moves on, there's more and more leaves. And then she, she brings out the big machine to try to like get rid of them, I guess. Yes. Well, that was supposed to be a hilarious part. I don't know if people no, it's funny. thought it was, but you know that the machine is so much bigger than she is. It's something that she can't handle. Yeah, it's, sla something... it's slapstick because it. Yeah, she ends up yeah. falling on her face, and the leaves go all over. Her. Yeah. Yeah. And then the animals. What's the symbolism of the animals? Well, it's a little bit of a nod to Disney. He always had these cute little animals. There's a bit of a chorus, you know, scurrying around, and it's yeah. kind of reflecting you know, the emotion and making it. Um, so you, you're, you're, so you worked in, you worked in Toronto for Disney and then they closed it down in 2000. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah. and then, so basically what were you, cause you went, you were around during a different, really interesting time in Disney. It was like, it almost went bankrupt. It was like, it kind of made it, it kind of revitalized itself in the nineties. Like you guys, I guess you got some stories to tell. Yes, well, they opened these studios in Canada, there, and they were doing sequels. The first one they did was to Beauty and the Beast. Oh, gotcha, so like the straight-to-video kind of sequels, I guess. That's right, and yep. they put a lot into it. The production values were incredible. The, uh, the animation was just as good, I think, as, as the feature. Mm -hmm. so, um, so they hired about 200 artists in Toronto, put us up in this beautiful studio, which was a revelation to me because I used to work in these studios that were kind of holes in the wall. And uh, it was wonderful working there. I really learned a lot. And they was, like, so how did they find you? Um, well, uh, years before I worked for Nelvana. Okay. 70s. And um, so I was around in the industry. I was working in various studios doing commercials. So, I, I, you know, when I still had to submit a portfolio and go through a test. They're looking for talent, I guess, right? Yes. The yeah. jumpstart, the, like, so, like, say, Beauty and the Beast, for example, nominated for Best Picture, huge audience, goes on DVD, mm -hmm. DVD sales are, like, off the charts because kids are love that. You know, VHS, it's like the home video is a huge, like, not anymore, but it was a huge, it was a huge kind of billion-dollar industry. So they're like, well, why don't we make sequels to Beauty and the Beast? Because it's like, it's got to build an audience, I guess, right? Yes, because they had the audience. They had the characters. Yeah. 
so a big part of it is coming up with characters, character design, color, everything. So it's all in place. It's easy. Not easy. It's a lot of work, but it, the basics are all there. So they just have to come up with a story. So they came up with Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. So it was a Christmas movie. Gotcha. So it's the, another built-in audience, right? Yes. Being the test of time. <laughs> yes, and it would come out of Christmas. Yeah. So, like, what happens after they they hook up, right? So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Then they're celebrating Christmas, and, and the Beast doesn't want Christmas. It goes on from there. That Beast so man, like he he, yeah. <laughs> he kidnaps her, puts her in yeah. a prison, and then like yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, got some, have... it's got some issues if you watch yeah, that film again. Yeah, didn't want her to have Christmas and yeah. everyone's upset. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, now everybody, now they're just they're they're live actioning everything now, right? Like they're doing Little Mermaid. They did they did Beauty hmm. and the Beast, Aladdin. Yes. So I haven't seen a lot of those. I'm the still... Beauty and the Beast one's pretty interesting to watch. I would I would say if you because since you know so much about it, I would recommend hmm. watching seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, so in terms of like, uh, your where where are you going next? What do you are you going to make more of these films? I know they take a long time. Um. Well, I've been writing um screenplays, live action screenplays. Oh wow! Okay. So, um, I found I am a storyteller, and uh, so I've been I've written three feature length ones, and. And I've been sending them off to film festivals and so on, and and they've been doing very well. I mean, they're getting a lot of uh, acceptances and and an award in one in one case. So I'd like to get that made one day. I'm just sort of building up, you know, a reputation for each one of those. That's amazing. So, um, but to make an animated film, I have to be really grabbed by the idea because it's such a commitment of time and energy and everything else that you have to be you really commit, you know, really love the idea. So Which what is, did you think it, about our audience? So we send you our audience uh, feedback. What did you think of what they had to say about your film? Well, it, it was very complimentary and I felt very good about it. And, but it was interesting that a lot of them took this sort of, not so much that it was a comic film, but that it was, you know, sentimental film, but, but that's fine, you know, so, as long as um, people are moved one way, you know, about it. So, but, yeah, and I like the diversity of, of the of the group, especially the younger people who, who see hand-drawn animation. So interesting because yeah. it, there's not much of it around anymore. Because, so like I said, people love it. Like, I think you kind of alluded in the beginning, like in the interview, is that is that it's it's original. It's like only you can write, only you can do this, right? Yes. And you yeah. see the, the young freshness. people refer to it as old school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, very old school. But you yeah, know what so happens I, with old school, right? Just like yeah. just like fashion, architecture, it turns into new school again. Yes. <laughs> but they love it. I mean, when my grandkids come over, I bring out all the old Disney cartoons from the 30s, and that's what they want to watch. You know what? My my daughter's six, and that's what mm -hmm. she likes to watch too. Mm -hmm. But the there's some pages. there's some yeah. issues though with the with like the princess needing to find a man, blah blah blah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overreaching, but I have some issues with some of the films. 
Well, they're not, it's not the modern, you know, take on the way things should be, but they're classic. And if you read the old Grimm's fairy tales, they're pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, Pinocchio, Geppetto's a certified pedophile, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my daughter likes, what is she like? The, uh, um, oh my God. Snow White. She likes Snow White a lot. And Sleeping Beauty. She likes Sleeping Beauty a lot too. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. The animation. So it's, 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 you know, like I said, it stands the test of time. And, and of course, um, oh my God, what's the classic film um, with Mickey Mouse and he's, he's like, they're doing the, the symphony. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Um, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Fantasia. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's a great film. Oh, that was, yeah, that was wonderful. All hand-drawn. Yeah, all hand-drawn. And yeah. uh, and they weren't so meticulous about getting the line perfect because you see a wiggle in the line. Or it, it's, it has so much more life in it. Yeah, but, I think what you can, yeah, what you're saying, because it's, it's, the flaw is good, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. But give credit, I'm giving credit to Disney in their, the modern times. Like these movies, like my kids just watched Toy Story 4. I think mm -hmm. it's a perfect movie. I think that like what they're telling, the storytelling, the thematics, I think that it's it's almost it's basically a perfect movie. It's like I they're just I think that what they're doing is fantastic these days. Yes, it's amazing that uh animation has taken off and become features. It yeah. used to be sort of unusual to have a, a feature animation, but now there's quite a few of them. And uh they're, yeah, they keep they keep turning them out. Not all of them are great. It's just that like we like they're but some of them are like they 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 capture the audience. They capture these kids who like have no attention span for anything else. But they like, yes, they they got them. They grab their mm -hmm. they grab their attention for 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 ninety minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a great That's film. So I, I congratulate you. So you're so right now you're going to focus on 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 feature screenplay writing. Is that what I heard? Yes, uh, whatever comes first. If if somebody gives, if I get an idea, for instance, I hadn't the my um, it was quite a few months before I started this film since my previous one, and uh, my brother sent me the song "Autumn Leaves," a very sentimental version. He thought I'd do something very sentimental with it, and all I could think about was how annoying it is to have to rake up all the leaves, and I thought it was very funny. So then I got all the ideas about making this film. But sometimes ideas just come to you. Yeah. And Plus, where we live is is covered in leaves, squirrels, and birds. We live <laughs> so in the You guys are, are Midland? Uh, uh, Alton Highlands. It's a sort of Huntsville, Dorset, Minden, Halliburton area. Yeah. So the people don't know that's like northern Ontario. So as soon as you yes. get past Toronto, Gets a little bit sparse in terms of population, I guess, right? And because it's, yes, it's colder, sure. I guess. And yeah. why we're here is because we don't have very good internet, and sometimes cell service sucks. So, so you guys are at the, the the the. I think you're my first library podcast. So you're at the library oh. because you don't have internet at home. Yeah, That's and it. we got a room off to the side because there's people not here right now in the culture Minden Cultural Center, <laughs> which we were warned that people might be coming in to do some work. So we could be okay. Yeah. Well, we're just wrapping up now. So just, I just okay. want to give people context to where you are. It's so, it's like, I find it fascinating that, that, that you, there's no, you don't have internet at home. That's just, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. 
the song was written in 1945, and there's over 270 covers of it. 270 covers of it, yeah. yeah jazz covers, yeah. Cool. So I well. Because I, I, I remember back in the day, I used to go to the library all the time and like this to get the internet. So, but now mm-hmm. obviously we live in a different world. So, but congratulations on this film. Like, I really hope it does serve you well. This is a no brainer acceptance to any festival, whatever it is, animation, not animation. It's just a fan, it's a fantastic film. And you being Canadian and you having this history that you do, I hope that you're going to make a few more of these because, like I said, you said you're talking about your grandkids and stuff like this, these movies. Will be around for a thousand years, even more so. Oh, well, thank you. Very good. Thank you me. should I recommend watching Waters of March. Waters of March. Yeah, that's uh, one of Elizabeth. I think it's her best, but that's just me. Well, if I knew where it was, I would find it. Yeah, I, I definitely would do it. Oh. Can you give him the? It's on. Uh, <laughs> I can send you a link. Yeah, so you're at the library. Yeah. You got internet. Send me a link of it when you get. Yeah. It. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's really good. It was a. Memoriam to her brother who died. So it's really good. Stacy Kent does the music. It's really good. Cool. Well, the, you're she's, you're advocating for her, so that's great. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's talk again when you make your next film or when we show case one of your screenplays. And uh, looking forward to uh, to chatting because, uh, like I said, I really love this film a lot. So congratulations. Oh, thank you very Thanks much. Nice meeting. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you.